I want to say thank you for that. Uh, today, we're going to take a break from our Colossians series just for today, and we're going to be in John chapter number two. Now, uh, John two, the, the context is Jesus had just gone to a wedding uh, with his mom and some of his followers. And I don't know if you guys like going to weddings, but uh, just like today, uh, weddings were big celebrations back back then. And they were actually a whole lot bigger than they are now. In fact, weddings in Jewish culture would last up to a week. And get this, fellas, the grooms in that culture were fully responsible for the financial demands of a week-long celebration. Dudes, aren't you guys thankful that that's not a part of our culture? <laughs> right? Amen to that. So, so that's kind of the context there. And while they're at this wedding that the groom is fully responsible to pay for, there's a, there's a, a problem. The problem was that they ran out of, out of, ran out of wine at this week-long celebration. And it, it, the problem wasn't just that, that they ran out of wine, but for somebody like that to be hosting a party and run out of wine, one, that would be a disgrace to the family. It's like you invited all these people to something and you weren't prepared for it. And then second of all, the guests that would have come, um, they would have felt dishonored because they got invited to something, but you didn't care enough about them to provide the things that they needed. This was a problem. This was a big problem from the outside looking in. But sometimes in our life, what looks like problems really is an opportunity for Jesus to show his power. And did you know that in your life, problems are often platforms for Jesus to show his power? Problems are often platforms for Jesus to show his power. Is there uh, anybody in the room that's honest enough? Because, I mean, we're just real people, right? That you're really good at seeing problems. Anybody in here? Like, you guys are just good. You, you, you are the realist in the room, right? You are realist. You see the problems. You see the sickness. You see the financial challenge. You see the issues that's happening. You see the bad things. But sometimes those bad things that we see are platforms that Jesus wants to show his power. And this problem of, of running out of wine was going to be a platform for Jesus to show his power. The mother of Jesus heard about what was going on. And in verse number five, what she did of John 2, is she went to the servants, and this is what she told them to do. In verse five of John 2, she says, do whatever he tells you. That he is, is Jesus. His mother told the servants. Now, what's interesting about these servants is we don't know their names. We don't really know who they were. We don't know their background. Um, we don't know where they're from. This is what we know. They're unnamed servants. And verse number six, it says, There were six stone water jars had been set there for Jewish purification. Each contained 20 to 30 gallons. So there's these massive jars that are set out for purification reasons. It was kind of religious rituals. And this isn't like a little pickle jar that you have in your refrigerator, or like a peanut butter jar that you have. No, this is a jar that you could hold 20 or 30 gallons of liquid in. Notice what Jesus tells them in verse number seven. He says, fill the jars with water, Jesus told them. So they filled them to the brim. Now, for, for the servants to fill the jars with water at this time and place, 
it really didn't make any sense. Like from a human standpoint, it didn't make any sense for them to fill the jars with water. And you wondered like what was going through the servant's head. Like Jesus wants me to fill these jars with water. Why? Why would he want me to do it now? Why would he, uh, why would he want me to do it at, at this context? What's the point? It doesn't make any sense. You know, sometimes in your life, Jesus will ask you to do some things that don't make any sense. Sometimes Jesus will ask you to do things like forgive and just let it go. Sometimes he'll ask you to do things like serve others instead of being served. Sometimes he'll ask you to have faith in him, even when it doesn't make sense to have faith in him. Things that on the surface may not make sense and things that on the surface may actually be really hard to do. Or they may be things that we just weren't raised that way. Like maybe in this room, you were raised in a home where, uh, where you didn't just get even with people. You got ahead of people. Like this is just, oh, you do, you treat me like this. Okay. I'm going to show you how we do things because nobody messes with us. Right. And Jesus comes on the scene and Jesus says, no, no, you need to forgive and let it go. What? Maybe you're raising a family. Your background is, is get as much as you can. Just get and get and get and get. And maybe even hoard. And Jesus says, give and give and give and give. And sometimes the ways of Jesus and what he calls us to do will butt up against the way that we have been raised. But if Jesus is the one that's giving the command, if Jesus is the one that's telling us to do something, even if from our vantage point it doesn't make sense, we should do it because he's Jesus. (laughs) And here's what's crazy. When we move and obey Jesus, miracles can happen. Verse number, uh, verse number eight, it says this. So they filled the jars. Then he said to them, uh, Jesus says to them, draw some out, some out of the water, the, um, draw some of that water out of the jars and take it to the head waiter. Cause the head waiter was going to taste it. And they did. Verse number nine. Then the head waiter, um, tasted the water after it had become wine. Remember, these dudes put water in there. And he did not know where it came from. Though the servants knew who had drawn the, the servants who had drawn the water knew. He called the groom. In verse 10, it says, and he told him, everyone sets out the fine wine first. Then after people are drunk, Guys, ever been at any of those weddings? Then, after people are drunk, the inferior. But you, you've kept the fine wine until now. What? This is what happened. A miracle. Because some unnamed servants simply moved and obeyed Jesus even when it didn't make sense. They simply moved, and they simply obeyed when it didn't make sense. And because of this, Jesus did a miracle. You might be at a place in your life right now where you're needing God to do a miracle in your life. You're needing God to come through. 
Maybe you're at a place where, where you have a wayward child and you're praying, God, bring this child home. God, bring this child to the Lord. Maybe you, you need some healing from something, something that's happened in your past, maybe mentally or emotionally, or maybe you need physical healing, or maybe you're plagued right now with anxiety or depression, and it's so real, and you're like, God, please do something here. God, I need you to come through. God, would you please do a miracle in this situation? Maybe it's a friend that you are praying will come to faith in Jesus Christ or a family member. And it's like, Lord, would this person please see their need of you? And I believe that we're praying for miracles. And many times we are waiting for miracles. But often God is waiting for us to move. God's waiting for us to obey. Jesus did the miracle after the servants obeyed. Jesus did the miracle after the servants filled up the water, the jars with water, even though it didn't make sense. And maybe some of us are waiting for God to do the miracle, but God is waiting for us to move and obey him, even if it doesn't make sense to us in the moment. And you know what God used in the story? God used ordinary water pots. Jesus didn't go to the servants and say, all right, guys, I want you to bring out uh, the gold-plated water pots and water jars. Like, bring out the gold-plated ones. He didn't do that. He used the ordinary water pots, the ones that everybody used. And it's because God uses ordinary things to do extraordinary works. God uses ordinary things. And sometimes we look at our life and we think, man, I'm just so ordinary. I don't, I don't have much to offer. And this is what Jesus, just obey me. Just move. Just be willing to be a servant. Just do what I tell you to do. And watch me do an extraordinary work through you. The servants were able to be a part of a miracle because they moved. And really, this miracle Them serving had nothing to do with them. It had everything to do with Jesus. Notice the next verse in verse 11. It says, Jesus did this. What's this? The miracle. This is the first of his signs. It was the first miracle he did. In Cana of Galilee, he revealed his glory. Can we say the word glory together? Ready? Glory. He revealed his glory. Why did Jesus do this? To show himself. To show who he was. To show his power. You know what's so cool? As if we'll just obey Jesus, he will show his power through our lives. He will show his greatness through our lives. We can put his love and we can put his grace on display. And Jesus can show himself through you if you'll let him. It reminds me of the verse in Matthew chapter 5. In Matthew 5, it says, Let your light shine before others, so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Matthew 5, 16. You know, us serving today, it's, it's not about us. It's not about your name. It's not about my name. Ultimately, it's not even about our church's name. But it's, about our Father being glorified. 
It's about people seeing Jesus. It's about people looking at our lives and, and us being able to reflect Jesus to them. You know, there's a lot of really good organizations that are serving in our community. And they're doing some really good things. But we have a different purpose in doing good things to people. Our purpose is letting our light shine so people can glorify our Father in heaven. And when we serve, and when we're willing to say, man, I want to be a part of this. I'm, I'm going to serve. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. You get to put Jesus on display. And today, that is what we're going to do. And when people see you serving, and people are like, hey, who are you guys? What, what's this shirt about? Hey, we just want to show Jesus to our community. Hey, we just want you to experience the love and the grace of Jesus. Why? Man, so people can glorify our Father in heaven. As we move, God will do a miracle. Well, this is what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to break up.